Hi and welcome back to the Web Prep Podcast. We are actually live on stage here in the Pilo Hotel in Ashburn, so I'm looking into lovely wedding suppliers' faces as we talk. And I'm here joined with Neve De Bruin, who is an influencer on Instagram. Um, and also, well, why don't you tell us about yourself, Neve? Um, I suppose most people would know me if you do follow me or if you are into following what I'm into on my page um, from Instagram. Um, but I do work full-time as well, kind of Instagram kind of was a secondary thing. Um, I work full-time um, as a talent acquisition partner for a pharmaceutical company and kind of my Instagram and that initially it started off as a hobby. Um, kind of started just posting if I was heading out on a Saturday night, I'd post maybe what I was wearing. Um, never really kind of thought much into it. Um, didn't take much notice of the following I had. I suppose when I wasn't very active or trying to grow my page, I had about five, 6,000 followers on my page and I kind of thought nothing of it. And I'm still of the opinion that it, it, it's a number on your phone. It's it's kind of about how you engage with the amount of people that are following you and the people that are interested in what you have and what you do and talk about on your social media. So I kind of took no notice of it. Um, then with the influencer marketing and everybody kind of tried to start being an Insta hun or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of thought, I said, oh, look, maybe, look, I'll chance my arm at this. It's a hobby for me to have. Oh, <laughs> I was kind of I started off as a hobby and I kind of it kind of evolved from there and then my page kind of started growing slowly um and quite steadily um and then when I kind of hit about 12,000 followers I said look I'm going to give this blogging a go and I'll, I'm going to actively try to grow my page and that was about um December 2018 January 2019 and we're I suppose in February 2020 now and since then I kind of grown my page from about 12 13,000 up to about 31,000 um, and that's in the space of 12 months. Um, in that time, I got signed with an agency, um, Andrea Roche. She saw that my page was growing. Um, and when I sat down with her, she said that the growth on my page was, qu- was, was quite a quick, uh, it was growing very quickly, which is why she kind of took me on her books because she had kind of anticipated that the next 12 months, it would grow and grow and grow. Um, so obviously she was trying to, I suppose, get, it, get in there early and I was interested in working with her as well. Um, so from then I kind of started working with brands, brands that are reaching out to me and um, yeah. I think that's something that um, suppliers here, especially us as well, like um, to grow your following uh, so fast, like how do you do it? Is there like a secret formula or is there something that you you do actively every day? Is there, yeah, is there, is there anything, any tips to grow your following like that? So just speaking from my own experience and what worked for me personally over the last 12 months, because that is when I actively did try to grow it. Before that, I just was like, oh, my Instagram page is growing great, thought nothing of it. Um, so in the last 12 months, what I've really noticed um, is when I started using my stories a lot more and interacting with my followers on my stories, um, I suppose one thing I found was letting people into your personal life, kind of letting them know like, like anything and everything to do with your personal life. That's what people are interested in. People follow you because they like your story, because they like, I suppose, your lifestyle. They can relate to you. So I suppose I work full-time, which is something that's very, very relatable to a lot of people. Not everybody who follows me is a blogger or wants to be a blogger. They're looking for somebody that they can engage with, that they feel comfortable watching, that makes them maybe feel good, makes them feel like normal, that they're not trying to compare themselves to maybe a a blogger or an influencer who that's their full-time job. Because a lot of people, it's not their full-time job and they can't relate to that. Um, A lot of people do work full-time. The majority of majority of us do and I suppose that's what a lot of people relate to me because I do work full-time I do this on the side and um, then I suppose my fitness and stuff comes into it a bit more like I'm kind of 
constantly trying to I suppose just like get my exercise exercise in around a busy schedule and a busy lifestyle which is what most people are trying to do as well as I said like most people are working full time nine to five trying to go to the gym afterwards maybe people relate to that um so that's what I found really did help um letting people into my personal life talking about like me and what I do on a daily basis my life and like a lot of dms I get and all that people would message me like oh god like you're so motivated how do you keep going how do you manage this that and the other and getting back to that's another thing that has helped like people be loyal to me and stay following me as opposed to clicking on follow button um is replying to anybody who contacts you going through all of your dms and getting back to people yeah that engagement is is definitely key for suppliers anyway is just to get kind of when you're actively commenting under pictures and stuff like that to get your brand message across and everything do you find that you need to um actively go out and engage yourself or under people's comments oh god to be honest like engaging in people's posts and commenting and sending people dms that like it all does take time and i suppose it's not a priority for me to be going out commenting and engaging mm-hmm. like people's people who i follow are people who who stuff i want to see friends of mine i'll engage with them but i don't actively because it's i'd like to be doing more of it because it might help my page grow a bit mm-hmm. more and i do believe that go actively going out and liking and commenting people who are in the same field as you but it's just i just don't have yeah. the time to i've been talking to a few suppliers here about the the stories and stuff like that just putting their faces to in front of a camera yeah. is there any tips that you can give cuz some people like never done it before but this is just where um marketing is just going you know people are engaging way more through stories highlights and stuff so is there any tips that you can give yeah so for 2020 um the, thre- the some of the trends coming up for 2020 is that stories there's going to be less static images and more stories interacting with stories because that's where people who are following you can really really get to know you and your brand and that's what you're selling like there's going to be you're always going to have competitors and you want to be able to set yourself aside from your competitors and the only way to do that is through people being loyal to you and people following you so even if you're not getting married just yet somebody might be following your page because their friends are getting married or their relation is getting married so eventually when they think right we're planning the wedding and we're looking for an ex-supplier oh I actually follow Mary on Instagram I like her I like the look for stories I'm going to reach out to her and engage with her and then there's your lead and then that's when you have to make the sale after that so I suppose definitely if you are a business I'd 100% encourage you to be on your stories and my fiance has a gym facility in Kilkenny and I'm always hounding his staff for it I'm like none of you do it and like they need to be doing it. It's how it, it, it'll set you aside from your competitor. People want to get to know you. And with everything, everybody being so accessible online at the minute, um, it's just the way social media is going. To set yourself aside from your competitors, I think the, one of the main ways to do that is to kind of sell yourself through your stories. Yeah, and um, as a bride-to-be, uh, how do you find your suppliers? Like, have you found, obviously you use Web Prep app, yeah. <laughs> um, but also do you find them on like Instagram or Facebook or do you just search like just use Google search to if you have a specific thing or look that you're looking for at so the moment one of the places I go to aside from um, my web prep app that I've obviously been using since I think last October November I downloaded it um, was anybody I have followed that has gotten married and they've spoken about their suppliers and then you see they generally if they're talking about suppliers they'll generally follow up with this is the end result or this is what 
this is what we the kind of service we received i will go from instagram recommendations mm. it's yeah. just it's just my, it's where i tend to go to yeah we we had a hands up there like who who gets most of their business through recommendations so that's it isn't it yeah um also we we want to know as well about the um the influencer marketing kind of aspect of what you do so say there's a a wedding supplier here that wants to run a competition or get more page likes or something like that or more followers like is there any kind of do's and don'ts before you contact an influencer like yourself um i suppose whoever you are working with you yourself need to be um <laughs> somebody's Does popular it, I, I know <laughs> here's a live podcast for you Virgil um, <laughs> from Celtic Dance um, Security can we get him out <laughs> there's a plug for you <laughs> um, I suppose you as your brand if you are deciding to work with an influencer you need to line up with somebody who I suppose that you feel can represent your brand and that has the same morals and values as you I think um, like through my agency work with Andrea, you, you might get a request in from a brand that might want to work with you, but you need to keep, for people to be loyal to your page, they can't feel like you're trying to flog them everything. So I'd have certain brands that might come to me that might want to work with me, and even though there's money involved, for the sake of having people who follow your page and the authenticity of your page, sometimes you need to say no to that. And it can be hard turning away money when you're trying to save for a wedding, everything is so expensive, and it can be hard but it's better for yourself in the long run. So in terms of a supplier, I think you need to work with somebody who you like, who is in line with your brand. Um, another kind of tip I would give when you're kind of reaching out to work with an influencer would be um, would you reach out to them and see if they have an agent or not because sometimes it's if, if you're kind of stuck for time, you might be quicker going to that person's agent in terms of like a turnaround. Um, I know a lot of influencers, I don't mind managing some of my work myself, um, but I know a lot of influencer people that I am friendly with, they prefer to send everything through their agent because um, it kind of takes out the awkwardness of if there's an issue or whatever, there's kind of a middleman and both parties can go to that person. Um, so kind of finding out if you, if you are wanting to work with an influencer, um, <coughs> whether they're with an agent or not. Um, and yeah. Sorry, and you, there was a second part of that question. No, there is, yeah, no, I'm, I, I think I forgot. <laughs> we have um, th- that whole word collaboration, you know, it's a, it's a collab, but how much is it? Um, that you come, you come with your own marketing um, ideas as well from what w- works with your with your audience and stuff. And how much of it that the supplier comes to you or whoever comes to you with a end goal, a complete marketing thing that you just have to 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 say basically. Or which, what do you like to do? Do you like to actually? So how I work when somebody comes to me, I will ask them what like the, in, as part of the initial conversation, I will ask them, can you let me know what it is that you're looking for out of this? And then they'll say, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. And then I'll ask them, okay, and like, how do you plan on achieving that? So you as a supplier before, if you are thinking of working with an influencer or with somebody online, have your kind of, have your ducks in order before you go to them. I think that's the saying, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Is that the <laughs> saying? I hope that's, that's the in saying. order. Yeah, I always make up the sayings as well. Like, I just don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get it from my mom. Um, so just go to them and know what you want in terms of, I'll use Instagram for argument's sake. You go to them and say, look, I am looking to run a competition, um, but I'd like to have three grid posts so a grid post is a static post on your feed um, and I'd like to have two sets of stories and each set of stories I'd like to have a minimum of three frames so for argument's sake a frame is 15 seconds that's just how Instagram works um, so you would go to them with that um, generally suppliers you, you should have a budget before you go to somebody with this um, if you don't um, a lot of influencers are, are in your 
like don't feel awkward and asking them for a quote and from work myself like I kind of give a quote based on what um I have been advised by Andrea who would be my agent and she that's not to say that that's this is what I want and I'm not going to work with you otherwise there always is a bit of negotiation there um especially if it's a brand that you want to work with and if you think as an influencer that it's going to give value to your followers because there's two things in it like there's one part you're giving value to the supplier and the supplier is giving value to you because you're providing value to your followers so it's kind of it as the word says it's a collaboration it has to yeah. work for everybody yeah exactly yeah for sure um yeah Cahill I knew you wanted to get in on the podcast so just get yourself a mic <laughs> I'd like to talk about the uh, highlights as well. Just just talking about like the Instagram page because um, as we said before, we feel like this is where the market is for like the bride to be that are that wants to plan that that go above and beyond and <coughs> sorry and have a, a complete look of what they want. They go on Instagram, they go and find their suppliers there. Um, so I find that Instagram is definitely the place for our suppliers to be. So um, you're obviously the best person to talk to about that. So the the your biography, how important is that? Um, would you would you put a lot of information there, or is there certain keywords? Like what what do you think is is a good biography to have? So in terms of a biography, um, I suppose I'll just use myself in the, as an example. So on my biography, I have a link to my website, which you have that f- um, feature that's included to include a web bio. I'm sure as suppliers, and if you are using Instagram you'll be familiar with it, you'll paste the link to your website. What I will say is if you're not active on your website and the link is there or the, if somebody clicks on the link and it brings you to like kind of um, oh, under construction, I'd remove it altogether. It is not adding value. Anything that is on your page or in your bio has to add value. So on my bio, when you go into my page, it'll say at start, it'll, I think it says like fashion, fitness, lifestyle, beauty, which is what my page is about. So if you don't follow my page and you come across it, you know automatically what my page is about. I'm after outlining it there in my bio. Then underneath that, I have kind of a few things about myself, and then I have the link to my website. My website is active. I have stuff on it. Um, I often direct people to it who come to me with queries. So that's why I have it there, because I have value to add. And if you're just somebody browsing and you clicked into my website, it's not going to bring you to kind of a dormant page. Mm. It's going to bring you to a landing page that, again, has all my tabs laid out. Um, anything that's in your bio, you have to add value. Yeah, and then also just the, the whole page, the... F- before they flick through they'll come to highlights and stuff so how how important are highlights and how would you kind of advise people to like what should you put in there so for your highlights I would advise having highlight covers so some people don't so if you look at somebody's page that doesn't have any highlight covers it might just be like the most recent story that they're after moving from their archive to their story highlight um and in my opinion it does not look good it looks quite messy so there are so many free templates you can get on Canva is one of the apps. Pinterest is another one that you can download highlights if you search. Um, if you search just highlight covers and you can download ones that are all stationary. So like I think my fashion one might have a hanger as the highlight cover. My fitness one might have like a little weight, but they are all similar. So when you go onto my page, it, like it looks quite clean that it's not just like a load of random stories that you can't really see because they're so small and it does look quite messy. Um, and there's so many free templates, like all my highlight covers are all ones that I got from free templates on pin- either Pinterest or Canva. Um, they're both free apps and that are very, very helpful. Yeah. 
So, um, and then just kind of thinking about the unique selling point that you would add value to the person who, who follows you. Yeah. So those highlights would then be obviously fashion, beauty, bride-to-be. I see you've got a bride-to-be one as yeah, well. Yeah, I have a bride-to-be one. Um, another focus on my Instagram stories has been like hen um, day two slash hen um, outfit inspiration. So I kind of share like white dresses and the links to these. So then I'll put them all into one highlight. So if somebody's like, oh God, I don't have a clue what to wear. I might look at Neve's page for some um, inspiration. The, ha- the highlight is there. And then the value I'm adding is by giving them the link, by including that swipe up to it. Yeah. Um, and that's a feature that you get after you, you get 10,000 followers, is it? Yeah, so you only get the swipe up feature. You might have seen it on people's, oh, swipe up here to have a look at this. You can't get that feature, firstly, unless you're a business page, and secondly, unless you have 10,000 followers or over, which is quite frustrating for people who don't have 10,000 fo- 10, followers, because that is that is a huge amount of followers. And um, not to have that feature can be frustrating because it could do, especially if you're engaging a lot in your stories or you're planning on engaging a lot in your stories and you are active on your website. But the way to kind of combat that if you don't have the 10,000 10, followers is that you can talk about it on your stories and you can redirect people to the link in your bio. You can say, oh, look, like I'm aware I don't have over the 10,000 followers, but um, if you want to check out this, whatever you may be talking about, um, go to the link in my bio and I have pasted it in there. Mm, yeah, you can use that feature. Yeah, yeah. you can go around it. Yeah. So. Um, so let's let's get excited about your wedding, first of all. Like, So it is this year. Yeah, December. Um, it's in December, really exciting. Yeah. Um, where are you in your planning um, experience? Oh, God, we're so busy with everything. Just the wedding stuff's kind of taking a back seat at the minute. We were just in our holidays there in January, so I'm only back to work since last week. So, like, work is always my number one priority, so I kind of try to do everything else around that. Yeah. Um. So I haven't done much. I must do my church music next. and I Church music, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> church hey. music and my bridesmaids dresses. Yeah. Um, there are two things on the list for February. Yeah. That I plan on doing. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, I I think you've got it. Some people plan it. My my friend is planning a wedding in six months. So yeah. I'm like, oh God, I couldn't. <laughs> like it's actually <laughs> like a full time job trying to do it. it is, especially yeah. like my other half. Like he has no interest now in any any of the wedding stuff. Like I was kind of started asking him about church music, and he was like, "It's fairy tale New York." You could walk up to that. Oh. I was like, I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I'm not going to walk up to that. Yeah. So fiancé is TJ Reed. so if you're listening, TJ, no. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's kind of no interest in any of the wedding stuff at the minute. He just is kind of interested now in his um, stag and the session with the lads after the wedding, so. <laughs> Have you, has he organised that yet? Uh, no, he hasn't. Yeah. He just kind of has to, it, it'll depend on matches, so he won't yeah. be able to plan that to the last minute. Yeah. How about your hen party? How's that going? Um... Not. I, it's I, not. I, I, I'm thinking maybe some stage in October. I, I haven't done anything on it yet. Yeah. I'm planning on doing a lot now in February and March. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Well, hopefully your your bridesmaids, if you're having any. Yeah, any I have three bridesmaids. Yeah. And I have two sisters and a friend of mine. But I'm quite. Um, I'm very fussy and I know what I like. So um, I'm kind of a bit of control <laughs> figure for it. I plan it myself. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's yeah. fair enough. Sure, we got suppliers here that'll help you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and one last question. We just like. It, I always find it this. Instagram kind of reality it's nearly like a reality TV show that you're on on your on your stories and stuff like that so um and I know you have your full-time job as well so it's not too much of a of a of a question but um your parents and TJ TJ's parents what do they think you do on Instagram is that are they like oh there's Neve taking a nice photo again it's like um are they supportive and stuff yeah so I suppose it's 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 only TJ's dad his mum passed away Mm. um I don't think TJ's dad, he's, he's a farmer. I don't think he really knows what I do. He's, he knows I'm always on my phone. 
and we're going to be moving in with him now because we're renovating our house. Um, so we're going to be moving in with him shortly. So I, I, I suppose I'll try to explain it to him a bit in case <laughs> things I'm always talking to myself um, yeah. around the house. <laughs> um, my mum is actually quite on board with it. Um, she didn't really understand at the start. My dad, he just takes no notice of me. He just kind of goes over the head. He's just like, oh, whatever. Um, but my mum kind of understands it now because she joined Instagram herself and she... Um, that's why she follows me and she kind of follows a few other people that she'd be interested in. So she, she, she understands it and she, she's open to it. And yeah, they're, they're, my parents are very supportive. If there's anything that I ever wanted to do, That's like I, when I kind of decided to kind of put more focus into social media and kind of trying to build an online profile, they were all there for it. And do you, just one last question, sorry, I said the last question was the last question, but um, for images and stuff, like content is, is king really when it comes to images and and putting out only images that show you off in the right the right kind of uh, style. So what camera do you use or do you use any editing software? Or is it just basically, yeah, what, what, what do you use? Yeah, what would you so recommend? So I had been using the iPhone 7 Plus because I did find the camera on it really good. But um, I recently bought the iPhone 11 Pro Max um, because that's actually here. There's there's kind of the three cameras. There's the three cameras on it. It's good for taking sta- fo- static photos. The quality of it's really good. When you're posting an image on your social media, you have to make sure that the quality is good. It gets more engagement. Um, I have found as well that images that are brighter. If you post quite a dull image that you can't really see in it, it's not going to get that much traction. So lighting is everything. Really. Light, good lighting, nice bright images. Um, you need to be really kind of whatever you're trying to focus on the photo like before this now I got Fiona to take a photo from me outside thank you <laughs> credit me on that will I you? will yeah, credit Fiona on that um, <laughs> so just kind of standing so even something small for argument's sake if we, uh, okay, I'll use this as an example so if you took a photo f- from this way the lighting probably wouldn't be that good whereas if I turned around this way and I had the lighting hitting in the image would be a lot brighter it would perform a lot better I'd find in terms of people interacting with it on my feed or people commenting um, as opposed to posting like a kind of a, a darker dimmed light photo that they can't really see do you know yeah absolutely yeah yeah I totally agree and then in terms of you asked me about apps I find Lightroom is quite good um it's a free app you can download you can pay for the premium one it was five euros so I paid for it and I watched a lot of YouTube I didn't have a clue how to use it I'd heard people talk about it and I'd heard seen people editing their photos with it on Instagram so I just watched a few YouTube videos on it got myself up to scratch on it um and I've been using Lightroom, and I actually find it fantastic for, like, creating that, like, really nice kind of looking feed. Like, when we were in Dubai, we took, we took like, one nice photo by the beach, and just the difference between that and editing it in Lightroom. And all you're doing is changing Lightroom, you're changing the light of a photo mm. and different colours and that, um, and the difference. And w- w- when the photo looks aesthetically better, it does tend to perform a lot better. And then in terms of a photo performing a lot better... Um, that will mean that will it will come up on your Discover feed. Your page will have to be public. If you are a business, I would advise that your page is public. Um, you're trying to grow your Instagram. Having your page on private is going to mean when people engage with you, it's only the people following you that are engaging with you. Um, it will never come up on the Discover feed, which is what you want your images to be coming up on because from there you can gain followers. And usually the stuff that comes up in your Discover feed is stuff that you have been interacting with and you've been liking. So loads of bridal type stuff come up on my Discover feed because that's the kind of stuff I interact with. And Instagram is quite intuitive in that that'll, that's what it'll put up for my Discover feed. And that's another place where suppliers can um, pick up followers and that as well. And, and that, you never know from that somebody will click in they start watching your stories they like you they like what you're about you could pick up a sale from that yeah exactly yeah 
Um, I think I think we'll leave it there. I will stop the podcast just to say goodbye to all of our lovely listeners. Um, and if you want to follow Neve De Bruyne, if that's your handle on Instagram as well, follow her journey of a bride to be coming up now. Don't get stressed, Neve. Everything's going to be okay. You're using Wed Prep app. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks very much for for coming in and talking to us here today. No problem. Just a, a Q and A for ten minutes or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks so much.